This is The Playbook, where I give you access each week to the world's greatest athletes and executives about their personal and professional playbook and what has made them champions on and off the field. This is The Playbook. I have an incredible professional soccer player, co-founder and entrepreneur at NYCE Companies, the unbelievable Martin Braithwaite. Welcome to The Playbook. Thank you very much. Really happy to be here. So Martin, you and I share an interesting journey together that there was this movie that changed my life. In fact, the first time I saw it, I was resistant to it, but then my life was changing and I saw it a second time and it made sense to me. And that's a movie called The Secret, uh, which was Rhonda Byrne, an old movie about the law of attraction. I thought we'd start with maybe you sharing a story about how the law of attraction or the secret uh, set you into a different path or journey in your life? I've heard about it um, when I was younger, but I never really bought into it right away. Um, like me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I remember I had an injury. I broke my leg. And while I was recovering from my injury, I was just taking time off to really dig deep in my mind and ask myself a lot of questions, the things that I could do better in my life. And sort of by a coincidence, I ended up looking at law of attraction, writing goals down. So actually the journey started here. I wrote some goals now down that happened 10 years later, which was signing for Barcelona. But the first um, success that I had with law of attraction, I think um, was around one year after my, my, my leg was broken, when I had that injury, I was, uh, I was before a game getting told that I had to be in the bench, which was not a starter. And I was upset, up, so upset. I was angry. I didn't feel like I deserved it. And I started reading the secret and I started looking at these things and I said, you know, I'm gonna give it a try now. And I just started visualizing myself playing this game entering this game and scoring a goal. I said, no matter what, even if I'm playing five minutes or 30 minutes, doesn't matter. When I get in, I'm gonna score in this game. So I started visualizing myself scoring a goal, uh, seeing myself being interviewed after the game uh, where I had got like a uh, man of the match, where it was a big champagne and people, they were just in awe of how I played this game. So I remember I showed up to the stadium today with a good feeling and I was looking around and I said to myself, I'm going to score in this goal today. So the game got started and after 15 minutes, someone got injured for my team. And the coach, he put me in already. I was like, this is strange. After 40 minutes, another guy got injured and he changed my position as a striker. And I remember just before the game ended, I got one chance and I scored celebrating. And it's one of the most powerful moments in my life because in that moment I realized I control my life and I control my destiny. I can, I can shape my life, I can shape my own reality. And it was such a profound feeling because I was celebrating because of the goal in that moment you do as a football player. But I was also celebrating uh, that the feeling of knowing I can control my life and shape my reality as I wanted. And since then, it's just been, been amazing, been an amazing journey. 
yeah, you've had an amazing career and you're an amazing uh, player and entrepreneur. But more importantly, what I think is so interesting about your career is you share another thing with me is the ability to blend uh, what I call the law of Goya with the law of attraction. The law of Goya is something that John Asaroff, who's in the movie, The Secret, with me, we were in the sequel called Beyond the Secret, but he taught me the law of Goya that says, get off your ass. Uh, and most people, you know, you sit around on your mom's couch dreaming about what you want without doing anything. You, like me, believe in putting 100% consistent, persistent pursuit in what we do, instituting not only the law of attraction by allowing it to happen, but making sure that we do the work, getting off our ass to make sure it does happen. How do you blend the law of Goya with the law of attraction? Quite interesting what you said. That's what people, they don't really know that they need to do. They just think they have to sit around thinking about all these things that they want to do without taking action. But you need to take tremendous, tremendous action as well. But the thing is, when you're starting taking action towards a goal, it's here the universe will show you it got your back. It will guide you in what you have to do, what you need to do. And you'll meet the right persons in your life who will help you achieving that goal. So I believe in whatever, if I put my mind to something, then I'm going to go 100% in. I'm going to do everything to achieve this. So when I go to bed at night, I know I've been doing everything today that I can do towards my goal. And some things you might not do right in the, from the start, but the, in the end of the day, that's not the most important thing. You have your goal, you're working toward it, towards it, and you just need to have faith that you'll, you'll reach that goal. And you will see along on the journey that piece by piece, everything is going to fall into place. And that's the incredible thing. But you need to take massive action because if you just sit around, you're not going to give all these hints from the universe because they are right there, but you need to go and search for it. And along that search and guidance is a relationship to mistakes and pain. You know, uh, in the way that we look at that, I always tell people, too many people also see mistakes or pain as a stop sign. And instead, people like you seem to see the mistakes uh, as an indicator, as a turn signal, let's say, instead of a stop sign, telling you that, hey, you got a lesson to learn. And if you learn it, you'll end up somewhere better. But you also, on top of that, institute faith and blend with the pragmatic world saying, you know, I kind of hear you telling me, Martin, you know, I'm always happy where I'm at, David, and I give everything I have to angle to a goal, angling, learning as I go. But overall, I have faith, no matter how many mistakes, setbacks, setups that I have, that I have faith I'm going to end up somewhere better. How do you blend the understanding of, you know, failures, mistakes, and pain with that faith that, you know what? These are for a purpose or reason or a lesson so I can end up in a better place. How do you make that work for you? Of course, it can be difficult at times um, when you fail certain things and make mistakes because it hurts. It hurts. And uh, in my line of work, there's a lot of people judging you and pointing fingers on you when you're doing mistakes and not doing everything right. But I don't look at it in that kind of way. I don't believe I make mistakes or I fail, if you can say that, because I always feel this is a step towards my goal. And behind every mistake, there's a lesson. 
And if you can get away from your proud self, then you will see that in every mistake, there's a valuable lesson for you to learn. But you have to not be too attached to it. Sometimes we get too attached and we take it really personal. If you can take a step back and look at it from the outside, you realize that there's something for you to learn in, in that situation. And that's why I think people, they are, it's easier for people to help other people because they're not emotionally to atta attach to their subject. But when it concerns yourself, a lot of times we tend to be emotional atta emotionally attached. And that's why it can be sometimes difficult to make, to make a good judgment. But it's about breathing and, and try to, to look at the bigger picture. And what are some of the techniques that you use when, you know, we get into the anxiety zone, when the media, the family, the friends, the community, the inner voices are all telling us what we should be doing, what we could be doing, how we've made those mistakes. What uh, type of technique do you use in order to find your center so that you can stay in the flow and increase your productivity, accessibility, and gratitude when it seems sometimes completely impossible because the whole world's coming down in your perceptions because you, you know, maybe missed a shot or, you know, lost money or something else. That's a normal occurrence in most people's lives occurs, but yet it has grown arms and legs. What do you use to get back to center to live in neutral? I try to look at each situation and I'm going to ask myself, um, is, th is this the end of the world? What does this mean? Does it mean everything stopped from here? I can't continue to live my life and pursue my dreams because of this situation? Or is there something behind it I can learn from it? And also, I also look at those people who judge me and ask myself, which kind of people is it that are judging me right now? And a lot of times the people judging, they're not judging you as a person. It's not something to take personal, but a lot of times it's a reflection of their own personality and their beliefs of what they could do if they were in your situation. So you don't have to take it that personal. And when you study the law of attraction and everything that comes with it, you know that no matter what everyone else thinks, it doesn't matter because you are in control of your own destiny. So it's the things that you choose to put in your mind that's gonna happen to your self-talk and et cetera. I like affirmations and I feel they're really important too, that you keep telling you every day how you feel about yourself. Um, you, you tell yourself some affirmations in a way that, uh, with a goal that you have already achieved it. It just gives power to you and it gives, it gives a, a, a good feeling, I would say. And I feel in life, you see how we can brainwash through social media, the TV, and just listening to my mind, if I don't take control of my mind, I can see the inner conversation I'm having. It's always negative, telling myself what I can do. And it, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of funny because it just, I just realized how much we have been being manipulated. So we really need to take control of the mind because even though I'm someone positive and I'm always thinking about improving myself and I see if I don't wake up taking control of my day, I'm being controlled. So I would rather want that I take control of my day and, and work towards that because it can, be, it can be difficult sometimes. I understand it can be difficult. That's why, you need to, that's why you need to take time to yourself every day 
and try to listen to your thoughts, to listen what are you really telling yourself? Yeah, those affirmations are essential. I do and coach, you know, some of the world's greatest athletes, and it's amazing, uh, you know, simple app. Uh, affirmations I always tell them give yourself a gift every day because you can't give what you don't have so tell yourself you know I am worthy I am happy I am forgiving you know all of these affirmations predicated with the words I am not only give it internally but allow us to have that come through us to others for when they do put those judgments or conditions on us or even worse when we put the judgments and conditions upon ourselves uh, you know, obviously you've done a lot of inner work. Uh, you're, you know, I, I'm trying to stay away from your extraordinary talents on the field and giving more of the powerful playbook in your heart, mind, and soul, because I think those are much more distinctive uh, in the world of sports. Uh, and a lot of people don't get an insight. If you want mine, because you've done this inner work, what's one of the things that you're still working on today uh, that you find inside of you that's a challenge maybe an ego-based consciousness and insecurity something that you're working on that you constantly you know see progress obviously not perfection with the thing is you'll never you'll never um figure out the law of attraction you'll never figure out um this uh, this universe you'll, you'll never get there you'll never say okay it's fine i'm a master no, there's always something to learn. So from the day that I found out that, holy shit, this is working, until now, I'm still, I'm still trying to search for that sweet spot. You cannot, it's difficult to control. It's like sometimes you're hitting that sweet spot where everything is just manifesting effortlessly. And sometimes you're just struggling a little bit. So I feel to have the right balance. That's what I keep going back to. Balance is, is key because I feel to achieve something, you have to be obsessed to achieve it. Because sometimes you put some crazy goals in front of you that you want to achieve and you need to be 100% dedicated. But there's a, there's, there's a line you can cross. It's the, 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 the line between obsession and desperation is is really close so sometimes you get on the other side of the line and you'll be you'll be desperate and that's what i call the chase energy where you're chasing after your goal so it's actually meaning you're not attracting it you're attracting the opposite because you have this chase feeling like when am i going to get it when am i going to get it you're not getting it then then you're just running around after it but it's faster than you and you need to just you know that you already have it have that feeling and you said it doesn't matter when it comes I know it's there. When it's supposed to come and enter my life, it will be there. But I feel that's the, that's the hardest thing to keep that balance. Because sometimes you can go on the other side and you can have this energy of chasing after your goal, which you don't want to. I, lo I love that because it's counterintuitive to hyper-competitive athletes that we need to allow things to happen uh, because they already exist. And you brought up another tremendous point about we cannot fathom infinity. You know, so many people think, you know, they know what they know. And I always say there's billions of variables. Uh, I'm 53 years old. And one lesson that I've learned is uh, from Wayne Dyer. You may have studied Dr. Wayne Dyer, Power of Intention. You know, rule number six, don't take yourself so seriously because you don't know what you don't know. The universe is constantly expanding from infinity 
which is already impossible to understand. And, you know, when we end up chasing, we end up resisting and what we resist persists. Uh, we're actually creating a, a, a barrier or interference to what we want when we chase it because it's scarce. It's telling the universe there's not enough of everything. And when you can live in that space of more than enough of everything for everyone and allow it to come through you by giving your life away, giving everything that you have, you know, it's an incredible feeling to be in that flow. And I know you have felt that way. Last question real quickly. You know, obviously all of this is applicable to your personal and your athletic life, but it's also applicable to business. And, you know, you're a keen real estate investor and entrepreneur. How have you applied these philosophies to business as well? To be honest, I think it's even more easy because a lot of the books that I've been reading since day one is all business books. Think and Grow Rich, uh, these kind of books, everything is based on building a business, but I've just been reading these things and taking it into sports, taking it into sports. So I feel it's kind of easy, I would say, because when you're an athlete, you're getting judged every weekend in front of millions of people. It's like going to exam in front of the whole world every weekend, everyone judging you. And in business, you're only yourself. You have no disturbances. You have, you have nothing. So I'm using the same principles uh, in business as I'm doing in football. So for me, it's, I, see, I, I feel it's even more, more easy. Yeah, it's so interesting because I... There's no accidents. I always say the mathematical equation of luck is what you pay attention to plus what you give intention to equals the coincidences in our lives. And there's no coincidence that not only am I in the movie, the sequel for The Secret, Beyond the Secret, but I'm also in the book, uh, Think and Grow Rich, and the movie, Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. Uh, and so all of my favorite uh, mediums and all my favorite content has drawn you towards the same philosophies. And now here we are in the playbook, sharing your playbook to success. And what an honor it's been to have you give your insight and perception into a tremendous personal and professional career. And I only wish you more growth, more happiness, more accelerated growth and exponential growth and more happiness and health for you and everyone that you love. Thank you, Martin, so much 